At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is saturday bet prep with matt humans on vsin the sports betting network All right, great first hour tonight on the Circuit Friday Football Invitational with Derek Stevens, Al Scaliot, and Paul Stone. And now we go to Doug Kazarian, ESPN sports betting analyst, host of the Daily Wager Show, and the number two guy in this contest right now. Doug, after you sat in the top spot for a few weeks, your colleague, soon-to-be uh, ex-colleague there at ESPN, Chris DeBearfelica, has overtaken you at the top with a two-point lead with two weeks to go. It feels like the year of the bear. What's it going to take to track down this guy? Well, I just didn't realize he would take a movie role with a cocaine bear, and he was doing <laughs> cocaine forever, and that's why he was asking us. I'm just, I love the guy. We text all the time, and I texted Bear a week ago. I go, is it with the same thing with you? If the, the five bets you didn't make are all go 5-0, and oh, and Bear texts back. He's like, absolutely, like clockwork. It's just, it is. And I was thinking I was texting you. It's just so hard to pick winners. And then after that, it's like picking the right winners. And just, I swear, I, I go undefeated with every pick I don't make. Well, I had a uh, list of uh, 10 games uh, on my short list today, and I had to whittle that down to five. And you're always afraid you're going to uh, throw out the winners and keep the losers. But uh, the key is to have, I guess, pick from a list of 10 winners. Then you don't have any losers. Uh, Doug, <laughs> let's start with, uh, we're going to start with the uh, playoff games. And by the way, this is a tease to the final hour. I'm not going to give it away. But Doug and the Bear are on opposite sides of a uh, big game in the contest this week. And right now, uh, Doug is at 46, 32, and 2, 47 points. The Bear, 49 and 31, 49 points. And uh, Doug, the Bear has an advantage over you because he's the leader in the Brooklyn's best uh, MVP race. He's 12 and 4 on his best bets. Remarkable. You are 7, 7, and 2. And that's the tiebreaker. So you're going to have to uh, make up more than two points on the bear here in the final two weeks. I want to throw. That's why it I said good. He's got two and a half games. I, I need yep. the uh, swing games. That's right. Okay, let's start with TCU Michigan, and uh, the total is 58, and that's what you're going to play here. So I played under as my official play. I was looking at TCU plus the points, and it's really interesting. I mean, it's been eight years in the college football playoff era. There's only been one year where both semifinal games went to the dogs. So it's usually 2-0 and favorites. Sometimes there's been some 1-1. One and one. and the one year it was 0-2 for favorites, it involved an 18.5-point favorite. So I know we're all excited about 
expanded playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But, like, honestly, there's been a big drop-off after the top two. So I was a little apprehensive about TCU plus the points. I think they can keep it inside the number. I actually like first half plus four and a half more than anything. But I think the under is the right play. I think Michigan is sort of like an old-school Bama team. By old school, I mean, like, early 2010. And they want to grind you down and then by, like, the fourth quarter just be, like, chunk yards you're down 20 to 6 and you have no chance to win i'm not saying this is peak bama but i'm looking at like a 31 13 final maybe 24 16 kind of thing like i just think i think 56 ish 55 ish 54 ish is a big number well it is a big number and you're a guy who likes to play first halves too How, how do you kind of envision this game playing out well i it's funny because both teams are like the, the it's like the Spider-Man gif where it's like they're both second-half teams and stink in the first half of time. And it's like, whoa, they're playing each other. But I think, you know, when you have a month layoff, it's just not the same. So you can't take the regular season to play. I think it's going to be grind, grind, grind. I think it's going to be like TCU down 16-10, one of those things at half. And then Michigan wins like 31, like 20. Okay. Uh Derek Stevens in here in the first hour tonight. He said his parting words were it's going to be a Big Ten championship game on uh, Monday, January 8th, I believe that is. So he thinks Michigan-Ohio State. Now, you agree with half of that. You think Michigan's going to win the whole thing, right? I do. I think Michigan's going to actually not cover the first game. I mean, it's so crazy to think there's a flat spot in the championship game. But if you guys all think about it, we actually saw that with the Buckeyes a couple years ago. They were all about beating Clemson. They did, and they walked into Alabama and just got whacked. And Mac and uh, Mac Jones threw all over them. And it was laughable. I really think Michigan. Excuse me. Let's backtrack. I really think Georgia's going to be all in on this Ohio State game. I think they cover, and then they're going to be printing the shirts, and they're going to be all about because they're facing Michigan again, the team they blew out last year. And then Harbaugh is going to pull some coaching magic out of nowhere. And Georgia's going to have like a third and four over the middle. It's going to be off Bowers' face mask up in the air. And <laughs> there's going to be some like three fluke plays, and all of a sudden Michigan's going to be national champion. Not because of the best team, because but because they won the national championship game. I really think it's going to happen that way. Okay, well, let's talk about the uh, uh, Georgia uh, game, which uh, you're going to lay the points here, Doug. And uh, I don't know if this upsets uh, your bulldog, Arthur, who is always looking for the dog of the week. <laughs> Uh, but you're gonna you're getting a little chalky with your play this week. Plays uh, your five plays. You're gonna lay the six points a with. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna lay the six with Georgia. So I'm a big believer that Ohio State's not that good. I, I think if you literally took all these players and put them in a I don't know Michigan State jersey, I'm not saying Northwestern, but like throw them in a Penn State jersey, no one would give them the benefit of the doubt. He's an opener. They had trouble in the trenches of Notre Dame, which is fine. Season open. I believe the date was August. Okay, it happened. And then they beat up on whatever the bottom and middle tiers of the, of, of the Big Ten is. And then they get manhandled by Penn State for the most part. And then they needed a fourth quarter comeback and all that. And then they get really manhandled by Michigan for the second straight year. Like, why do they belong in the playoff? Because of recruiting rankings? Well, I mean, yeah. it's I, really I, kind of ridiculous, right? Now, Again, what I was talking about earlier, there's a big drop-off between the first and the, you know, whoever shows it, whether it's Cincinnati last year, whatever. I just don't think Ohio State can hang with Georgia for four full quarters. Georgia has been certainly inconsistent. That is definitely applicable. But the big games they've had, they've whacked their opponent, whether it be Tennessee, whether it be LSU. Georgia is not as good as last year's Georgia team, but they belong, and they're an odds-on favorite for a reason. I think they take care of Ohio State. All right, so you're saying Georgia takes down Ohio State. Doug is laying the six with Georgia. You like Michigan to advance against TCU. You played that under 58. Now you do believe Michigan's going to uh, take down Georgia in the championship game, and that would make Derek Stevens happy. We're going to be here at the Circus Sportsbook uh, tomorrow uh, watching the TCU-Michigan game, 1 p.m. Pacific kickoff in that one, and Ohio State-Georgia tomorrow night at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. So – Two pretty good playoff games. Doug, I actually, it's it's a complex argument. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. but uh, And I'm not going to cry for Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide, but 
you can make a pretty strong case that the, the second best team in college football is not in this playoff. If, if you're an odds maker and uh, you're making numbers on these matchups, Alabama is probably your number two power rated team. And you said you're not sure Ohio State deserves to be in the playoff. And I kind of agree with you. That said, the Buckeyes got a second chance here and, and they're playing with house money and that can make them dangerous. Uh, so that's going to be something to watch. Also, Ohio State has been a favorite in 25 consecutive games and now is a pretty big dog against Georgia. So I think these these playoff, playoff matchups are pretty interesting uh, tomorrow. And uh, I think I'm, I'm fascinated to see if the Buckeyes show up and prove a lot of people wrong. Because I'm with you for most of the season. I said, I just don't think Ohio State's that good. And uh, they're going to get a yeah, shot. They're going to get a shot to quite a lot of critics tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, to interrupt, sorry. I, I, like, yeah, they have a shot and they're going to – I just – like, who are they, right? Did they beat up on, what, Minnesota, Maryland? Great. They struggled Northwestern in the wind. That Iowa game was very misleading because actually Iowa's defense did a lot and Iowa's offense sucked and, like, turned the ball over. Like, how good is Ohio State? Again, if you take them off and put them in jer- another jersey, like, how good are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that said, I did bet Ohio State here, but I had to buy the half point. I couldn't get to seven at Bet Rivers or the seven when it showed up quickly, so I got Ohio State a plus seven, minus 135. But I had to get seven, and I did not play it in this uh, contest because the number dropped from six and a half to six today here at Circus Sports. So uh, I do think the Buckeyes are going to show up. I don't think they're going to win the game. Derek Stevens says all Big Ten title game. Um, but I think there's a pretty good chance you're going to see Michigan-Georgia in that Monday title game. Uh, Doug, before uh, we, we wrap up this segment, I want to get your thoughts on uh, a game early tomorrow morning because you're a guy who uh, looks at every aspect of uh, the sports betting numbers. And I had Paul Stone on, and we were kind of laughing about this. 30 and a half. The total for Iowa-Kentucky in the Music City Bowl tomorrow morning. Are you tempted to play the total in this game? You know, Matt, you and I have talked about games a bunch, and I've always said I look at the closing numbers the first time out. So I say to myself, if the number's 30 and a half, will I get a better or worse number, I don't know, After in this case, after two punts? I'm not sure. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I think the game have to unfold the right way for it to be any lower, but I'm not betting it over. I, I refuse to bet it over in this situation. What you, might, what you might see here, Doug, and you're right, you could both teams punt to start the game. You might see a live total drop to somewhere around 25, right? Oh, yeah, totally. And I think people need to rem- remind themselves the units of scoring in football are 7-3. and three. You just get a – look, I was live trading the Clemson and uh, Tennessee game tonight, and it was crazy. It went from – I think the low point was 37 or 38 and a half. And then it got up to 45 and a half within like three minutes of game time because Tennessee went, you know, tempo and punt, punt, you know, incomplete and incomplete punt. And these things just move. But in an Iowa game, it's very different. But I don't think there's line value going into the equation when you just don't know how the side's going to unfold. So I would say avoid at all costs the 31 and there's maybe a second half. But I think it's, I think it's just too skewed. Iowa, Kentucky, early tomorrow morning. Total 30 and a half here at Circa 31 at uh, DraftKings and other spots. All right, quick break. We're going to come back with more Doug Kazarian and talk about his best bet next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do now, all the way through the big dance in March. Sign up today, and you also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats and other stuff at the online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers. Get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show host and guest. And there's a lot more, including our college bowl coverage and Super Bowl coverage upcoming. Uh, before you know it, we're also going to be hitting college basketball hard in January. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Get VSIN Pro access through the end of March. VSIN.com slash subscribe. All right, back here with Doug Kazarian. ESPN sports betting analyst, and uh, trying to get a uh, photo of his bulldog Arthur uploaded. We have to show you this. Doug and his dog are going <laughs> to appear on Sports Center at, I believe, five fifty a.m. Pacific time tomorrow morning, and uh, you're uh, you're both going to be decked out in tuxedos, right, Doug? Well, it's New Year's Eve, Matt, and it's Las Vegas, and I think if you're going to, you know, celebrate, you have to celebrate the right way. And then Arthur was telling me. He only wants to class up the joint, so we got to put him in a tux as well. All right. Hopefully we can get this photo uploaded because uh, I'll say this. Arthur does not look happy to be wearing this tuxedo. <laughs> he, looks like one, he looks like one irritated, ticked-off uh, bulldog. Okay. Well, I, ho- I hope Georgia channels that attitude tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, uh, you know, it's the first time I've seen Arthur a little angry with me because usually, he, you know, Obligates because I'm the man in the house, but clearly uh, he realizes his place in life. <laughs> All right, tomorrow morning after you appear on Sports Center with Arthur and uh, while the Iowa Kentucky games going on that nobody's going to want to watch, we're going to have Kansas State Alabama the Sugar Bowl. This is an early kickoff. I liked it better when the Sugar Bowl was uh, a night game, uh, but the, the schedule's a little bit different this year. K State at one point a two and a half point dog in this game. Bryce Young, Will Anderson, obviously announced they're going to play, and now it's up to Bama minus seven. Doug, Friday morning it was six and a half. By the time you sent your plays in, it was seven, but you're still going to lay it, and this is your best bet this weekend. Bama minus seven. I circled this game about a week ago. I was worried it'd be a ten by the time we had to do this, you know, turning the picks. I don't get it. I, I actually, you know, K State's a bet on team. I thought this bowl season, but. Facing Alabama, no, thank you. This Bama team, I think they're going to set the tone with Anderson and Bryce Young. And even if, you know, there's there's wheels in motion that some of the five-star backups are going to play, it's still Saban pulling the strings for a month of practice and everything. I like, I like the Wildcats a lot. I really do. And I was on them in the Big 12 championship game. But I think this is just like a, you know, step above in terms of class and talent. So as soon as Bryce Young and uh, Will Anderson announced they are going to play, that's when you decided this was going to be uh, probably going to be your best yeah, bet? The line, the line didn't move. It went from six to six. And you're, to your point, it was two and a half and three and a half. But that was before the official announcement. Right. And then everyone's assuming that it's 
oh, they'll play a half. They'll play. Well, why are we assuming that? I haven't heard anything about that. Now, maybe that's the case. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard anything that's definitely the case. So I'm going to assume they play, I think, in a perfect world. I'd get to play first half of my best bet in the contest, but we don't have the first half lines. And I'm just going to assume that four quarters of Bama is better than four quarters of K-State. You know, it's interesting, too, because I've heard that speculation that these guys aren't going to play the whole game, but why would that be the case? If, if you're going to announce, if you're going to play in the game, and let's say it's a close game, why would you then decide, hey, I'm going to sit out? I think if this game is competitive, these guys are going to play the entire way, especially Bryce Young, a quarterback. I can't see him saying, hey, I'm going to go to the sideline now and sit the rest of this one out if it's a competitive game. Uh, and I'm when competitive, I'm talking within a, a couple of touchdowns. So, uh, interesting handicap, and uh, you know, follow this through the bowl season to where this number moves all the way down to two and a half and up to seven. Now, with uh, two of the top five picks in the NFL draft, most likely playing for Bama, has surprised a lot of betters, no doubt about it. I, I took Kansas State plus four early, and uh, Doug, I had to when they announced they were going to play. I, I bet Bama money line. Got a little bit of a middle. Probably going to lose a little bit on this game if it doesn't fall in the middle. But that's. Uh, uh, the way it goes, you can live bet this, all these games as well. And Doug, how much, how often do you utilize live betting as a tool? Because I use it probably not as much as you do. I think you're as active in uh, live betting as about anyone I know. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like jaded me because all I can see is through the lens of live betting. And I always joke that the closing line is just the first time out. I would say ninety to ninety-five percent of my action is live betting. And I know that sounds like a lot, but I mean, think about it. If the if the market is tighter than it's ever been, let's just say an NFL Sunday, and it's super tight, and all these you know input and all this technology, and then the game starts to play out, and you have to pay. I'm going to say an extra five cents. So let's just say it's a thirty cent straddle, fifteen cents either way. I think you have more of an advantage if you follow football and all that, and then you're trying to beat algorithms and all. It's just very layered and nuanced, and I and I enjoy live betting much more. All right, so you're laying the points with Georgia, minus six. Alabama, minus seven. This is your week to lay the points with SEC uh, teams. You're going to lay the 15 with LSU against Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, Doug, why do you like uh, the Tigers against the uh, skeleton crew that the Boilermakers are going to show up with here? Well, let's, let's take a bit bird's eye view. I was just talking about the NFL and how tight the market is on a Sunday. Like The bowl season market is very loose, right? We've seen a lot of dogs bark and cover and win outright. And I just just want to remind listeners and viewers that you know, odds makers want everything perfect. So they want both teams full strength. They want things on a neutral field in a vacuum and just to go. And then they collect their money plus 110. When there's a lot of variables, that's when everyone's like uncertain, right? Whether it be props and game lines. So bowl season, preseason, the NBA, preseason, the NFL, these are just like different animals. And, so when you see a line like LSU go from, I don't know, 7.5 to 10.5 to 14.5, it, it's not the same as an NFL line going from 3 to 3.5. Three like, it's just not. And so I, I just think it's still, like, value to be played with this Purdue situation where they've lost Brom, who basically was a great equalizer with his play calling. Aiden O'Connell's out, top wide receivers out, top tight ends out, a couple of defensive players are out. Now, LSU is not full strength, but they reload, and Brian Kelly's not messing around. He wants to win 10 games, and I just think that it's, it's not often that you're going to see a double-digit favorite cruise, but I actually think this is the one time that they do. All right. Uh, LSU minus 15. Paul Stone and I both played uh, under 56 in that Purdue-LSU game. How about, uh, this is not a contest play for you, uh, but the Tulane-USC game, uh, you're a guy who grew up in L.A., you have a great interest in USC football, uh, do you think the Trojans are going to be flat for this Cotton Bowl? And uh, Paul Stone has a play on Tulane. What's your take here on uh, USC as a two-point favorite over uh, the Green Wave? So this almost made my card. And I will say that probably 12 plays last weekend would have been ahead of any play on my card this week. Wow. So when I say it almost okay. made my card, it wasn't that good. But I just don't want to be on an over. Because Tulane's defense is, I want to say, top 30 defense efficiency. And I don't want to be on USC. Let's just say Caleb Williams feels great. And within a quarter and a half, he's like, ah, the hammy's acting up. Let's just go to the back. I just don't want to be on an over 64. I don't want to be on minus two or plus two. 
I just didn't want to get involved when it's such a unknown injury. And it's not that I don't think USC is better. It's not that I don't think Tulane's good. I just don't know what's going to be the situation quarter and a half into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Tulane a little bit in uh, in that one. Uh, quick takeaways from what happened today in uh, college football, Doug. It's been a pretty good bowl season for the betters. And Derek Stevens said the Circus Sportsbook got beat up today. Uh, Pittsburgh upsets UCLA 37-35. to Pitt closes a nine-point dog in that game. Notre Dame, a five-and-a-half-point favorite at closing time, rallies to beat South Carolina 45-38. And uh, in the big one tonight, sharp money flooded in on Tennessee and the Vols as four-point dogs uh, beat Clemson 31-14. to That was a beatdown. Doug, what did you take away from uh, today's three college, big, big three college games? Yeah, I had a big position on UCLA. I played most of it back on Pitt, plus like 16 and a half, 14. I had no thoughts that it actually win the game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. This is what I was talking about earlier. Like, you want to be barking on the dogs, and it's just annoying when, like, the if you do like the chalk and it doesn't play out the right way. Clemson, obviously, with the freshman quarterback. I mean, even, look, they missed three field goals, fake punt, got stuffed, and then the end of the first half, the freshman quarterback just runs the ball and they're out of timeout. Silly mistake you don't even make in video games. A lot of um, it's just bowl season in a nutshell. The quintessential bowl game, bowl games kind of unfolding, but that's the beauty of this whole thing. So you're hoping a team like if you back Bama like I did, you're hoping the polish of Bama will come to fruition, but you just really don't know because of the madness. I mean, DTR threw two picks in the red zone. Yeah, it was uh, surprising because. It looks like the Bruins are going to pull away and win that game easily, and uh, uh, Pitt makes a big comeback. And uh, I know that was a bad result for a lot of betters out there, Pitt winning that game 37-35. Hey, we're going to keep Doug for a few more minutes. Stick around. Get his thoughts on the NFL Week 17 card next. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going live in Ohio on Sunday, January 1st at 12.01 a.m. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when you sign up today. Plus, five lucky customers will win a $100,000 free bet. Is that serious? A $100,000 free bet. My question is, what would you bet $100,000 on in January? All right. Doug, what would you bet $100,000 on in January? You want to answer that? Uh, God, I was thinking of like a crazy money line. I don't know. Uh, to, LSU money. Okay. LSU money. LSU money line, Tulane money line, something like that. That's, uh, you got plenty of options. You also have the uh, NFL card to look at here. Sunday, January 1st, we've got a full NFL card. And Doug, one of your contest plays is on the Rams-Chargers game. You're playing the total in this one. So before I get your thoughts on the rest of the card, uh, why did you uh, decide on the, the total in Rams-Chargers and you're playing this over 42.5? Yeah, it's, it's pretty bone dry, dry bone picking these days. I said there are about 12 plays last week I would have picked ahead of any play this week. In terms of this, I think it's kind of a situation where, and they talked about it on the broadcast, is Baker Mayfield playing for a job? The offensive guys are, are trying. It's just not like some team that's mailing it in. Mm-hmm. And and McVay is, you know, he's professional. He's calling the right plays. Obviously, he was not going to let Hackett come into L.A. And, on Christmas and carve him up. He did the reverse. And I just think the Chargers, their defense is very overrated. Herbert is awesome at times. And I think this is a low total, all things considered, with uh, you know a situation for both teams. I think 42, 42 and a half is really low. And you do have a Rams team, an offense put up 51 points on a pretty good Denver defense a week ago, and uh, the Rams showed a lot more life on uh, offense uh, last week. So Doug Kazarian, here are his five contest plays as he tries to track down the Bear in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. Georgia minus six, TCU Michigan under 58, LSU minus 15, best bet, Alabama minus seven, and Rams Chargers over 
42 and a half. So one in the NFL, four college football. Doug is 46, 32 and two, 47 points, two back of the bear, and seven, seven and two on his best bets. Follow on Twitter at Doug ESPN. Doug, any more thoughts on the NFL Week 17 card and plays that just missed your card? And I also want to get your thoughts on the 49ers-Raiders game with that number going up dramatically with the announcement that Derek Carr is benched and Jarrett Stidham's going to take over as the quarterback for Las Vegas. Yeah, I was really torn on this game. Actually, Niners minus 9.5 was very, very close to being on my card. And it's not because I think dysfunction or anything like that with the Raiders. Actually, they're going to they're a healthier place than people realize. I just think Stidham's A, that bad. B, the Niners are that good. And when you have a strong running game like they do, I think it's built for some, you know, random cover situations or whatever. I'm just not sure that the Raiders are emotionally mature to come off a high-profile national televised game like the Steelers game. And I said this last week. I mean, Steelers were one of my two wins last week. I just don't think the Raiders are mature enough to go. I just think they are shaky, and I don't think it's that much of a stretch to say that. And I like the Steelers team a lot. Just, just nine has a big number. I wanted to lay it, but I ultimately did not. Yeah, it's interesting. In the Westgate Super Contest, I actually used the Raiders plus 10 as a play. 10 was a good number on the Raiders, and that was uh, my fifth and final pick in the Super Contest. Uh, Doug, anything else on the NFL card that came close to uh, making best bets uh, for you this week? And how about Monday night? We've got a good one. The only game this week between teams with uh, winning records, and that's the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah, I lean Bengals here. I think Bills lean too much on Josh Allen. I think that's why we see so many red zone interceptions. But at the end of the day, I think there's value there, but I, I would be shocked if those won the game. So I just don't want to get involved. Um, I was looking at the Cardinals and the Cardinals over with McCoy, but now that it's David Blau, I just don't want to get involved. The Giants line's getting us a little too high, but the Giants minus five and a half was really close. I think the Colts are awful, and charges were almost on my card a week ago, and I think Nick Foles stinks. And he showed it. Um, I'm not afraid to lay lumber, as we've seen from my entire card this weekend. I just, it's just a, I just really hate every pick I have this weekend. All right. Well, that's not a great way to finish it off. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's the truth. <clears throat> Last week, I liked a lot of plays. Okay. Hey, you got to be honest about it. Uh, so, yeah. tune in early tomorrow morning. By the way, we're going to have the photo in the final hour of the show tonight. We're trying to upload it right now of Arthur the Bulldog in his tuxedo. And you have to see this photo because this dog is aggravated, irritated. He's ticked off be wearing this tuxedo, and I can't stop laughing every time I look at this photo. We're going to have it in the final hour of tonight's show, and you can see Arthur and Doug on SportsCenter early tomorrow morning, 5.50 a.m. Pacific. Doug, appreciate the time tonight. Good luck this weekend. Matt, always great to be with you, and thanks to all the listeners and viewers out there. I'm looking forward to the offseason. We're going to hang in more normal times, but Arthur and I are excited to get up and uh, be on Sports Center at 540, 540, 50 a.m. All right. Happy New Year, buddy, uh, to you and Arthur. And uh, stay tuned. Final hour tonight, you have to see this photo of Arthur in the tuxedo. Uh, Mike Palm couldn't make it tonight. He's uh, got to watch his baby daughter. And uh, we do have his five plays in the contest, though. Mike Palm, 43, 34, and 3, 44 and a half points, 9, 6, and 1, on his best bets. And Mike and I have the same best bet uh, this week. Let's take a look at his plays starting at the top. So Derek Stevens says he believes it's going to be an all-Big Ten uh, title game uh, between Michigan and Ohio State. Mike Palm's first play is Michigan minus 7.5, and and, uh, that's against TCU in the first game of the two semifinals on Saturday. Palm laying the points with the Wolverines. Uh, Let's hear from Jim Harbaugh. Uh, talking about the opportunity for the second year in a row that, uh, okay, so we don't have the video uploaded. Uh, Jim Harbaugh won his first bowl game as Michigan coach, and uh, he has dropped five in a row since then, one and five. And last year, the Wolverines, I thought, won their Super Bowl against Ohio State and then went to the college, actually won the Big Ten title game after that too against an Iowa team that was uh, – feeble and weak offensively, and, and blew out the Hawkeyes. I, I didn't think Michigan was uh, played with the same mental edge against uh, Georgia, and obviously was just overwhelmed by a better team too. Uh, but but got, got beat down 
by the Bulldogs, 34-11. to 11. Now Michigan comes back and has an experience edge on the big stage, and I do think that's going to help the, the Wolverines in this game against TCU, which is, which is the uh, Cinderella story. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from uh, Jim Harbaugh talking about uh, the opportunity in front of his uh, Michigan football team in his seventh year. You know, lock in on our preparation um, and our focus. And the thing we're most excited about is the opportunity. Just a tremendous opportunity uh, that not everybody gets. Um, some people go a lifetime without having an opportunity uh, like our team has. And through our talent and through our hard work, uh, you know, we've created this for ourselves. And, and um, yeah, couldn't be, more, uh, couldn't be more excited about the opportunity that, that uh, awaits us in, in two days. All right, again, Harbaugh, one and five in bowl games as Michigan coach, and he's got to try to stop that five-game skid against TCU uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's see. So the first play for Mike Palm, Michigan minus seven and a half. Let's go from the Wolverines to a former Michigan quarterback. Mike Palm is going to bet against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And uh, this morning on Follow the Money, Adam Chernoff came on the show and uh, mentioned that he's got to play on the Buccaneers minus three against the Panthers, and uh, Palm has taken four. This number went up today, and Mike Palm's taken a good number with the uh, Carolina Panthers, plus four. Uh, let's hear from Tom Brady talking about the Buccaneers and their knack for uh, rallying to win to pull out comeback victories. Yeah, and we've had that quite a bit this year, and I think our tempo has been really good for us, and I think that's probably when we're at our most efficient is our ability to play fast and make plays and 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 move the sticks and I, I think we just for for one reason or another you know it it, all, it usually comes down to some simple things when you look at it you know it's field position obviously turnovers are the number one contributing factor to wins or losses and we have done a good job of that for the most part this year until the last few weeks where you know we we you know, certainly the Cincy game was one where we just let the ball get away from us way too many times yesterday. Same thing. I can live with them making good plays. I can't live with them, us just gifting them. And I certainly have gifted a few of them in the last three or four weeks. All right, yeah, Brady's been sloppy with the football, especially in that loss to the Bengals a couple weeks ago with four turnovers. But you, you watch the Bucks' offense and how it stalls out right around that 17-point uh, plateau, and you wonder why the Bucks don't uh, pick up the pace, pick up the tempo, and run a two-minute type of offense the entire game. Mike Palm, again, his, uh, his plays – Michigan minus seven and a half. He's betting against the Bucks. Panthers plus four. Also on the Steelers plus two. Jets minus one and a half. And the best bet for Mike Palm in the Rose Bowl, Utah minus two against Penn State. That's the VP of Operations here at Circa. Back with the Circa Friday Football Invitational Best Bets for me next uh, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and Day to ring in 2023. Log in. To BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Log in again on January 1st, 23, for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with BetRivers and get not one, but two profit boost. Check out BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. And uh, this week, in the middle of the week, BetRivers had seven on the Georgia-Ohio State number. And uh, right now has eight on the Michigan TCU number. If you're able to uh, wager a Bet Rivers a sportsbook and you like that number on the dog on TCU or Georgia. All right, uh, let's take a look at the Circuit Friday Football Invitational standings one more time. Chris Felica on top, 49 and 31. And the Bear has a two point edge over Doug Kazarian. You just heard from Doug here on the show. He's 46, 32, and two. Two games back, but. He's going to make up more ground than that because the Bear has uh, got the best bet tiebreaker at 12-4, and four, and Doug is 7-7-2, seven, seven and two, and he cannot catch. Obviously, the Bear with two weeks to go in the best bet, so he's going to have to uh, make up about three games of ground here. Joey Fortuna at 45-34-1, uh, 45.5 points, tied right there with uh, James Salinas and Paul Stone. And uh, Stone... Had a double winner on uh, Thursday night in the Alamo Bowl with Washington and uh, Washington, Texas under. So a great job by Paul Stone, 5-0 and last week and in position right there. Those top five are uh, as tight as can be. And Randy McKay not far behind. He and Chuck Edel. Randy McKay at 45 points, Edel at 45. And uh, McKay 8-8 eight and eight on his best bet, so he's got an edge there. And Jeff Whitelaw in the eighth spot. 40, 37, and 3, and uh, 8, 6, and 2, 9 total points on his best bet. Whitelaw edged Mark Lawrence by a half point uh, to make the final cut. We started with a field of 16. We're down to 8, the elite 8, and uh, Whitelaw made it, and Mark Lawrence just missed. Uh, but Mark had a good contest here. The 2005 Stardust Invitational Champion, Mark Lawrence, went 40, 38, and 2, 41 points, 10 and 6 on his best bet to second. Uh, best record on best bets in this contest, but Mark Lawrence just missed the cut. The eight contestants who missed the cut here in the uh, Friday Football Invitational, starting from the bottom, Mike North, Steve Fezzik, Aaron Renning, Chris Zanuck, Bobby Brubeck, Brian Edwards, Dan Saley, and Mark Lawrence. And uh, we move on with the Elite Eight here for the final two weeks, $25,000 of Derek Stevens' money, up for grabs. Top three uh, places get paid in this contest. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, take a look at my best bets this week. And uh, I played Ohio State, a plus seven, minus 135. And it looked like the number was not going to go to seven. In fact, it was dropping from six and a half to six today. So I bought the uh, six and a half up to seven. I like the Buckeyes, but only, only if you're getting seven. I'm not overconfident in this spot here with Ohio State, which has been an underdog, by the way, and I like this angle. Ohio State's been an underdog in 25 consecutive games, going back to a uh, title game blowout loss to Alabama in 2020. It was a 52-24 loss. I actually bet Alabama in that game. Georgia 31-1 and in its past 32 games. What I like here about Ohio State is the role reversal. A team that's always a favorite, you put it in the dog role, in a game like this. And also, it's a redemption-seeking underdog because the Buckeyes were embarrassed at home in their final game against Michigan. And that image, I think, is burned into the back of a lot of people's minds right now. And a lot of people are 
a lot of betters are maybe afraid to pull the trigger on Ohio State because what you saw in that runaway fourth quarter for the Wolverines in Columbus a month ago. Now, Ohio State's defense gave up a bunch of big plays in that game. There was a lot not to like about the way the Buckeyes played. At the same time, I think uh, they are fortunate to be in this playoff field. They're playing with house money, and uh, they can let it fly here. And I think that's that makes an underdog like this more dangerous. Plus, Ohio State's got plenty of offensive firepower, even without Jackson Smith and Jigba and uh, Travion uh, Henderson, who are going to be out of this game. Two of uh, the Buckeyes' best uh, playmakers on the offensive side are not going to be playing, but uh, they've got plenty of depth. They've got guys who can step in, and uh, you don't want to overrate their value to the offense because I think uh, the Buckeyes are still going to uh, put an offense out there that's going to test Georgia unlike really any other offense has this season, I think. Hopefully that's the way it plays out. Anyway, that's why it took seven with Ohio State. Let's hear from Ryan Day, the Buckeyes coach, on uh, his team being counted out ahead of this uh, playoff semifinal against Georgia. They should be, you know, and then we all should be. You know, we, we know, um, you know, what we need to do in this game to win. And that's kind of the way that this month has been for a lot of us. At practice every day, there's been an edge. Um, you know, there's been, um, you know, friction. There's been conflict. There's been a lot of that going on. And that's, that's a healthy thing. Um, and so, you know, the one good thing about this, we're going to go play. You know, we're not going to sit there and, and worry about what if or anything like that. Nobody really gives us a chance to win this game anyways. So um, we're going to let it all out. We're going to play as hard as we possibly can and look up after four quarters and see where we're at. Yeah, I think there are some people, he said nobody gives them a chance to win this game. There are some people out there that give the Buckeyes a chance to win the game. Uh, no question. I do too. I wouldn't be stunned if uh, Ohio State pulls off the upset of Georgia. I don't think this Georgia team is nearly what it was uh, last year. Uh, that said, I haven't been – completely sold that Ohio State's uh, powerful this year either. But I do like the role that the Buckeyes are in here after 25 consecutive games of being the favorite and uh, the fact that they are playing with house money and they were embarrassed by their biggest rival in their most recent game. A lot of times those angles uh, pay off for you in uh, handicapping. And I think taking the points with Ohio State here, you're going to be in it uh, with a chance to win it. So uh, Ohio State... Just missed my card here in the Circa Friday Football Invitational. Mike Palm and I are competing along with the crowd, and we both made the cut here. Uh, But I did not play Ohio State in this contest because the number was six today. I had to get seven. That was the price I had to – the price point I had to get with Ohio State, so I didn't use that as one of my five. Okay, the uh, the plays I did use in the contest this week, and right now I'm 41-38-1, 41.5 points. 9-7 9-7 and seven on best bets, and uh, very unhappy to take a best bet loss with the Eagles, plus four and a half a week ago, but uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. All right, I played one total on the uh, college board coming up in the Citrus Bowl on January 2nd. Talked about this at length with Paul Stone in the first hour of this show. Purdue, LSU, under 56 and a half, and Purdue's top three offense players and best linemen out of this game. It's a skeleton crew for Purdue here. And without Coach Jeff Brom, I think it's going to be a challenge uh, for the Boilermakers to put points on the board, even with LSU missing three starting defensive linemen. Uh, The Tigers got plenty of depth, and they got more depth on both sides of the ball. I didn't play the side. I think it's going to be a challenge for Purdue to hang in this game. But I can't see many points being scored. And uh, playing this under 56 uh, between Purdue and LSU. And Jaden Daniels is going to quarterback for the Tigers, but is he going to play four quarters? I kind of doubt it because he's been banged up with injuries too. And uh, if Daniels doesn't play four quarters, you get you got to really like the under 56, and I like it anyway. He's going to be the most dynamic player on the field, and he's not a full strength. So Purdue, LSU, under 56. Best bet, Utah, minus two. Now, I do think you're going to get a great effort out of Penn State in the Rose Bowl. Sean Clifford, senior quarterback, final game. Uh, But I'm willing to bet against James Franklin with Kyle Whittingham. And I also like Cameron Rising better as a quarterback. And I think uh, the Utes showed a lot in the Pac-12 title game when they fell behind USC early. And then outscored the Trojans 44-7 on a neutral in Vegas. This is a Utah team that's kind of built in the mold of a Big Ten team. A smash-mouth type of offense. 
strong on the offensive and defensive lines, and you got a quarterback who's a big-time playmaker. Rising, I think, gets it done this time. Last year in the Rose Bowl, Utah had four separate 14-point leads against Ohio State. Rising got injured, and the Utes ended up falling 48-45 to in that one. They did cover. I think Utah and Kyle Whittingham come back to Pasadena and get the win this time. So that's uh, my best bet. Also, Mike Palm's best bet, Utah minus two against Penn State and Pasadena. And uh, three in the NFL I played. Patriots minus two and a half. Uh, glutton for punishment here after losing with the Patriots last week. I'm going to come right back with them again. Uh, Patriots minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Rams plus six and a half against the Chargers, who were on a short week. And again in the favorites role after clinching a playoff spot. Uh, so Patriots, Rams, and uh, Monday night, I'm playing the Bengals plus one. I actually got the Bengals on a teaser, too, a plus seven and a half. Uh, but I like the Bengals over the Bills and that big Monday nighter in Cincinnati. So uh, Purdue, LSU under, Patriots, Rams, Bengals, and Utah minus two as the best bet. Quick break here on the big show and uh, come back for the final hour. We're going to reveal all the contestants' plays and the Circa Friday Football Invitational. And Chuck Edel joins me next. Stay tuned here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.